continuing in our discussion about uh, putting foods or drinks in our mouths, and then realizing that we've not yet made a bracha, one of the suggestions that we gave is that perhaps a person could say the bracha sort of uh, by heart, in their mind, uh, not necessarily articulating it, and that would uh, count. So we had mentioned that as a possibility, but it didn't seem like the Shechan Aruch uh, suggested that. It didn't seem like the Ramah was interested in that. Even the Mishnah Berurah didn't mention it. We sort of brought it as an outside source. Why might that be that they didn't uh, approve of this idea? So it happens to be there are various times in Halakha where a person is not allowed to make a bracha. Uh, let's say, for example, they are having, or not, forget about not even not allowed. Let's say physically they are unable to make a bracha. A person is very ill, right? Or halakhically there is an issue. There is, uh, let's say, uh, a, a dirty diaper is uh, too close by. There are various people in uh, various states of halachic undress, there are times when a bracha can't be made. So interestingly, we will tell you sometimes that you should make the bracha in your mind and you can continue, and other times we will tell you can't make the bracha in your mind. So let's say, for example, a person who is uh, very ill and they can't make the bracha, so we would tell them, well, you know, think it in your mind, and then uh, go ahead and, and eat. Now, again, we would hope that if they could wait it out until the point where they could actually make the bracha, that would be best. But let's say they can't, so we would tell them, well, think the bracha, and then go ahead and eat. However, if the person is in front of the, uh, the baby with the dirty diaper, so there we would tell them, no, even thinking the bracha is not appropriate because uh, we just, we, not only are we not going to say the name of Hashem, we're not going to think about Hashem in that type of uh, presence. So what we find is that, to some extent, uh, making, uh, you know, thinking it works, and to some extent, it doesn't work, and happens to be that post scheme all agree. Let's say it was a situation where we would tell you, go ahead and think the bracha. A person was ill, they couldn't make the bracha, they needed to eat, so we tell them, think the bracha instead of saying it. And then, all of a sudden, they're miraculously cured mid-meal. So do they need to make the brachot again? Do they need to actually articulate the bracha, the post scheme say? Yes, they do actually have to. So what was that bracha that they thought beforehand? Does it work or does it not work? So it's sort of this sort of uh, bracha uh, in your mind sort of counts and sort of doesn't. So in our situation, right, where the person uh, began to drink, they began to eat before the bracha was made. So while some say maybe you should just think the bracha, others say, well, it's not so clear how exactly that works, when it does work, when it doesn't work, right, because you still might have to make the bracha immediately following. So that's why, again, I know we've come to this conclusion already when it comes to uh, liquids. If you don't have any other liquid uh, or any other food that you can make your bracha on, uh, so then you just swallow it and you lose your opportunity. That's how the Mishnah Berupaskin. And when it comes to food, uh, we ask you to take it out of your mouth if you can. If not, move it to the side of your mouth and then make uh, your bracha. Saying it by heart is probably not, or, uh, you know, saying it in your mind is probably not your uh, best option. I think uh, for now, we will conclude our discussion on this. God willing, uh, we'll pick up with uh, different topics starting tomorrow. Rabbi Hanani Mikash